everyone. This is F1 Indie Girls with Soraya and Sherelle. We are two girls who love Formula One and IndyCar. And today we have a special guest with us, F1 Caroline. We're so excited to have her with us. She's been a huge inspiration for us as we started our journey with not only our podcast, but also our Instagram. We thank you so much for joining us, F1 Caroline. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. It's great to be here. Yes. Um, before we start, uh, the only announcement we have is it's race week. Woo! <laughs> rain. I'm more than excited. I'm so pumped. Ugh. Yeah. Felt like we've been waiting an awful long time since Abu Dhabi. So, so excited to get back into things this week. Are you excited F1 Caroline? I'm excited. Yeah. Also, you can call me Caroline. Okay. You don't have to call me <laughs> Caroline unless you really want to. But um, I'll answer to both. But yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's I feel like it's a hard mental reset for me going into a new season with so much max dominance last year. It's hard going into this year and thinking to myself, wow, they're all starting with zero points because I feel like I'm already going into the season like max has 8,000 points and everyone else has four. <laughs> but that's not true. Everyone starts with zero. So. After that, I'm like, Max is just going to dominate again and again. <laughs> new season, new mm -hmm. start. Who knows? <laughs> new hope to hopefully not be crushed. Exactly. <laughs> so we will start um, with a couple interview questions. Um, and if there's anything before we start, if the, is there anything that you would like our fans to know about you? Mm. I'm curious to know if you guys talk more about F1 or IndyCar. I'm curious if there if if it's like truly an even split or not. Um I feel like lately it's been more F1. Once the season starts, like both of the seasons start, our goal is to have it more equalized. Mm -hmm. But because IndyCar ended sooner, it's been hard to Yeah. They ended a month or two before they ended, like, F1? September, so it was yeah. like, there's less yeah. to talk about. There was less to talk about. So we ended up having more F1 recently, but we do bring in a lot of our IndyCar. Um, like if IndyCar puts any news out or if a driver does something, we do still incorporate that. But recently it has been a lot of F1. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been a lot happening in F1. And I'm going to try, I'm trying to go to my first ever IndyCar race this year because there's so much crossover. It really is smart of you guys to do a podcast on both because there really is so much crossover, even in the personnel and in the drivers. Mm -hmm. You have so many coming from Formula 2 over into IndyCar and whatnot. And we won't get into the politics of <laughs> should IndyCar drivers be allowed to go into Formula 1. I'm sure you have opinions on it. <laughs> Um, but I think that it should be allowed, but they don't ask me these things. <laughs> they don't ask us either. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to the 500 in May. Ooh, that's exciting. Are. Yeah, so we're so we're excited. very excited. Woohoo. <laughs> That'll be our IndyCar race for this season. Maybe more coming. We'll have to see. Don't know yet. <laughs> very cool. That's so much fun. So interview questions. How did you get into F1? Yeah. So my husband's the one to blame for getting me into Formula One. And it's funny because every time somebody asks me this, 
I always have my DMs flooded with guys that are like, how did he do it? Have him make a video, have him make a tutorial. I've been trying to get my girlfriend. I've been trying to get my wife into it for years. And I'm like, y'all, the trick is not trying too hard because he came in really hard at first and was like, you're going to love it. You should watch it. You should try it. And I was like, well, now I don't want to. And he just kind of Pavloved me into it. He's a big Ferrari fan. He's Italian. So he's huge Ferrari guy. And he would just have the races on, on Sundays. And I didn't care. I mean, I'm just, you know, reading my book, going around the house, whatever. And then he would just have drive to survive on just kind of in the background throughout the day. Um, and I just really got involved and, I don't know, fell in love with the stories of the drivers and their families. And it was really the uh, the episode with Carlos Sainz's dad mm. that I think really convinced me because I saw, wow, this is such a multi-generational thing and this is such a dynasty and there's they're honest about themselves in mm. it. Like I think I think the quote that got me was when Carlos's dad was like, Carlos is not mature enough yet he's got some maturing to do and I was like what father says to Netflix my son is not ready because I feel like especially for us as Americans you know you hear all the time oh my son's the greatest oh my daughter she's a phenom she's a genius whatever and I'm like great for the ego boost but is it realistic I don't know but yeah so it was my husband he got me involved sort of through drive to survive but also having the races on because he would I think it was I think it was Baku three years ago that was on. We were um, we were not even home. We were in a hotel room getting ready for an event. And he just turned the race on in our hotel room. And I was like, I didn't want to go to the event because <laughs> I was like wanting to watch whatever was going to happen in the race. And I was mad at myself for not knowing everybody's names and everybody's the teams and things. And I was like, OK, now I have to learn because I look stupid now. I don't know. And I care. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how I got into it. That's awesome. Sounds very similar to how Sherelle got into. Yeah. Yes. Are you say, married? I'm not. Oh. I would say it was for Soraya who just happened to be, we were roommates at the time. Yeah. She had been watching it and I just walked in on her watching it. Mm -hmm. I was hooked. <laughs> Amazing. It's so, it's so beautiful. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like watching testing of all things last week while I was watching testing I was thinking to myself man it's so it's so easy when and you guys can probably understand this when you get so focused in on this sport you can start to kind of lose the magic in it mm -hmm. and watching testing last week just got me so excited again I was like oh the magic is still there like there's just there's nothing like it mm -hmm. you can try to find it somewhere else but there's just nothing like it in my opinion so. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like that, totally. Um, do you wish that you got into F1 earlier in your life? Mm. No, I mean, I'm a big believer that things happen when they happen for a reason. And so I think that professionally speaking, it probably would have been better for me to get into it earlier <laughs> because I probably would have gotten the ball rolling on a few more things. But I also know that you know, God's timing is perfect. And I think that I got into it exactly when I was supposed to. And I'm grateful for every door that's opened as a result. And just how the to see the love of the sport grow and to feel like I'm growing in that love with so many other fans. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's so fun to be <laughs> a late, late to the game 
fan, if you will. Yeah, that's that was a great answer. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to start your Instagram and share your passion of F1 with other people? Yeah, so my husband, I feel like, is the answer to every question. <laughs> Honestly, he I come from a big performance background. I went to a music conservatory and studied dance and music with trajectory towards TV, film, and Broadway was kind of the whole purpose of my college career. And then I decided to pursue audio engineering because I liked the more technical side of music and went to Nashville instead of to New York. And um, so the performative kind of creative elements have always been a part of my personality. And then I was a fan first of Formula One. And of course, we're all on social media, right? Like we're all scrolling through TikTok. We're all seeing the trends and the viral sounds and the things. And I kept saying to my husband when things would happen in the race or when a news something or other would come out, I would say to my husband, oh, someone's got to do a video with this sound about that. That would be so funny. That would be so good. And I think I drove him crazy because I think he was <laughs> like, okay, don't wait for someone else to do it. Just do it. And I was, I was very much like, I think people will think it's dumb. And he was like, just who cares? Like, do it so that it's been done. So you don't have to tell me. You can tell all those other people <laughs> that it's been done. And so, um, yeah, I just started doing it and literally had no idea what I was doing most of the time. And then it's kind of grown and blossomed into this beautiful thing. And it's been really fun to see so many other fans that I feel like relate to the humor in it because you can't always find humor in and everything. I mean, this is a serious, it's a serious sport, of course. And so it's been really fun to meet other fans and to see people that are like, I'm also a huge Harry Potter fan. And so I love the Harry Potter crossover. And I'm like, who would have thought those worlds would collide? <laughs> so it's been really fun. I loved the Disney one that you did a couple weeks. Uh, I don't know when it was, but you did a Disney one. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, buckle up because uh, F1 Indie Girls exclusive. Um, <laughs> I'm going, uh, I'm not like going on maternity leave, you know, like mm -hmm. officially, but I'm having a baby very soon. And so I've been pre-recording a bunch of videos. So you might see a recurrence of said theme in Yay! some of those videos. So yeah, just finished editing those today, actually. So awesome. Do you, this is a follow-up question. I totally just thought of that. Do you have any advice to anyone who is starting wants to start an Instagram, um, do you have any advice for them? Yeah. Honestly, I want to like give advice that doesn't feel annoying, right? Because I've, I've been in the seat that was – that some of the advice could come across as kind of annoying. It's like, well, everybody says that. I've heard that before. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the best advice I can give is to do it and don't care what anybody – thinks about it. Because I think the biggest block that people reach when they're deciding whether or not they should do a page is, well, what will my friends think? What will my family think? They're going to think it's weird. They're going to make fun of me. They're going to talk about me behind my back. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody talks about you as much as you think they talk about you because you don't talk about anybody else as much as they probably think you talk about them. I hope that grammatically made sense. No, but just, I mean, just do it and and keep doing it because there will be days that are really discouraging and you feel like, 
what am I doing this for? What's the point? This is taking up so much mental and emotional energy. And just keep doing it. It's all, I mean, quality matters. Quantity usually wins over quality in the long run. Um, and I think that the community of women in this sport is so beautiful and so strong that it's what kept me coming back a lot of the time was being inspired by so many other women content creators in Formula One because they they believe that all ships rise with the tide. There's not this nasty cat fight, you know, you're my competition. None of that. Everybody is so supportive of everybody. And so, like, why wouldn't you get into it? Go for it. I love that. I really do. It's good. Do you have a favorite race that you've been to? Ooh, that I've been to? Hmm. It's hard because they're they all feel different and unique. Even even going to Texas multiple times, I feel like the experience was different each time. Um, mm. I love Circuit of the Americas. I think they do a really good job. I mean, this is what they do. They they year round do races, and so they have the system down. I love organization and I love the personnel there. And so I felt like when I went before I started F1 Caroline, the experience was incredible. And then the experience stayed incredible when I went as F1 Caroline, which I think that is so unique. So I would say Circuit of the Americas, the USGP. I love Circuit of the Americas. I mean, <laughs> I've been to, so I may be biased, but. Yeah, it's awesome. If you could attend any race, um, you know, a past race that is no longer on the calendar or even a present race that is on the calendar, which one would you attend? Ooh. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> I didn't think through, like, past races that are no longer on the calendar. I really – and this is not even really, like, my dream, but I really want to go to Monaco because my husband really wants to go to Monaco. Um, I think that would be – really cool and really special the thing about going to monaco though is that you're not really going for the racing you're really going more for the monaco experience so i'm like look i feel like i could get the same experience if i went to monaco during race week versus if i went to monaco tomorrow so maybe not necessarily the race in monaco but i want to go to monaco i have always really wanted to go to silverstone i think that the energy at Silverstone, you can feel it coming through the TV oh, when you watch it. It's just there's something that's so special and different about it. And it's the first race I watched start to finish um, when I, like, became a fan. It was the first race that I sat down. I was like, okay, there's a Grand Prix happening today, and we're going to watch it. <laughs> and it was the one when Lewis yeeted Max in <laughs> 2021. Uh, or maybe it was 2020. Anyways, it was like – it was nuts. And so, yeah, I would have to say Silverstone. What about you guys? What are the, which ones do you want to go to? I am with you on Monaco. I fell in love with Monaco and just the history behind Monaco. But I agree. Like, I would be going for Monaco for Monaco, not necessarily <laughs> for the race. Mm -hmm. um, but I really want to go to Spa. I Ooh. have fallen in love with Spa, and it has just become one of my favorite, like, atmospheres. And just I love the track. So mm -hmm. I would go to spa. Mm -hmm. I would say I also love spa. So that'd probably be one of them. I think also for me, I feel like Jeddah just because it's the one that like made me fall in love. Like it's the first race I watched. Yeah. And so there's like that little connection there. So I think it's. 
is Ooh, cool. so special. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Plus spa, especially with spa, you're like in the trees. You and are. so that could be such a neat experience. And yeah, I do think that the 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 Jetta track is so fast. So it that, is. So that's fast. a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Which driver do you see winning a championship in their career? That has not already won one. I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't already won one. Uh, Max, no, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. I feel like this is a hard. This is a hard question because if you had asked me this three years ago, I'd say Charles Leclerc, easy. But now I'm like <laughs> maybe not for Charles. Um, I have a lot of hope for Oscar Piastri. I am a big fan of him just as a person I think he's a really cool interesting poised person mm -hmm. and a really talented driver and I think that he has what it takes to be a champion I can't predict the future I <laughs> can but I think that if we if we see the Red Bull reign continuing like the Mercedes reign continued for so long, it'll be hard for any of these guys on the grid. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that my money would be on Oscar. What do you guys think? I am a hardcore Lando fan, and I really, oh. really want Lando to win the a world champion. I think it would be so awesome. I'm like you in the beginning. I was like, oh, Charles is going to win it. He's going to be a world champion. Life is going to be great. <laughs> I have kind of moved on. <laughs> yeah, we need Lando to win a race first That's in true. order for him to win the championship. <laughs> but I really want him to win a race and a championship. Those are like, I would be the happiest person on earth if those happened. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm like, see, I would love Charles to win one. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard. I, as long as he's with Ferrari. I, it feels like it'll never happen. Yeah. Um, I would love for Oscar to win one as well. I feel like, like oh, you said, he's just so, well. <laughs> see, but I don't see that happen. <laughs> I'm like, I love Checo, but I don't mm -hmm. see him winning the championship. She's a realist. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. But yeah, I feel like Oscar. I feel like after watching him last year, I became really impressed with him. So. Mm -hmm. Totally. He, he definitely impressed me as a rookie. I think he's been one of my favorite rookies to watch. Mm -hmm. Love him. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe look at our list. <laughs> um, so who is your favorite team? And then your like top five favorite drivers. Mm, I appreciated the top five favorite drivers. <laughs> I did because everybody's been trying to get this answer out of me ever since I started F1 Caroline. And uh, the safe answer is Ferrari, right? I mean, everybody's a Ferrari fan. So that's usually what I answer because the reality is I don't dislike any of the teams. I really like them all. And I don't dislike any of the drivers. I really genuinely do like them all. They're all <laughs> lovely people and genuinely 100% themselves. And I have a lot of respect for people who know who they are and accept who they are and then are who they are. Um, so, yeah, no problems with any of the teams or the drivers. I mean, I have to say I'm a Ferrari fan. Otherwise, I feel like my marriage would be in trouble because <laughs> you have to be a Ferrari fan. Um, and drivers, man, that's hard. That's hard because I like them all, you know? I mean, I could just list all 20 of them. So I don't know that I can even really answer it. But um, 
I'm I'm I've been constantly impressed by Carlos and his stamina and his genius that I feel like is overlooked because he has such a suave personality and he's also really funny but he's a smart racer and so I think that he gets overlooked a lot um obviously Lewis Hamilton you can't not say Lewis Hamilton he's like <laughs> the greatest of all time which has weirdly become a controversial thing to say these days I'm like how is it controversial to say that Lewis Hamilton is the greatest of all? anyways we won't go there. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm impressed by him. Obviously, I said already, I'm very impressed by Oscar. I think Lando has matured really well into his seat as well. So I, I he's grown on me a lot. Not that he needed to grow on me, but he's grown on me a lot. Um, I also really like Checo because I think I I like the guys that I feel like have faced a lot of adversity and have risen to the occasion really well and I think that Checo understands how to play the long game and sees racing as more than just his job he sees it as his life and what it's going to look like a year from now six years from now and he's planning ahead in that and so yeah I like Checo I really like Alex Albon um, I think he's another really smart one that's overcome adversity and made some really good decisions. I don't know if I've hit five yet. But, uh, I think you have. Have I, okay. <laughs> I like them all. I can say nice things about all of them. I really like all of them. But okay, your turn. Um, I'll go with mine. My favorite team goes back and forth between Ferrari and McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt I my sister got me into F1. Um, and so she was a Ferrari fan, and so she would always show me all the Ferrari things. And so that's what I started watching. I was like, ooh, Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And then when I started, you know, watching it, I really fell in love with Carlos Sainz and Lando as a duo. Mm-hmm. And the way – Singapore they- must have been your, like, Super Bowl last year. That must have been <laughs> awesome for you. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, Carlando, I love – I just love how they were – they could be best friends – on and off the track. Like even Vegas, or not Vegas, what was it? That one race, oh, I can't remember. And he was like, I know Lando's behind me. Oh, Singapore. Singapore, yeah. yeah. Singapore. I know he's behind me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like purpose. it's on purpose. Like he was helping Lando, even though he's also trying to be like, okay, I can't lose my spot to Lando, but I want to help Lando. So I love, I love that. Um, so those are my two favorite teams. I really can't pick one, but I'm also like you. I love all the teams. I support all the teams. They all have their ups and downs, and I, I just love them all. Mm-hmm. Top five drivers is also very hard for me because I feel like I go back and forth between all 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all up in somewhere. Um, but I, once again, I love Sites and I love Lando. Those are one of the very two that I fell in love with. Um, and then I love Charles um, because he... I feel like he goes through so much and sometimes everyone's just like gets so hard on himself, but also everybody is very hard on him because he's been with Ferrari so much. And because of everything he's been through, they're like, why does he not just move? Why does he just, you know, do whatever, but he has, I love his loyalty to Ferrari, even though Ferrari may (laughs) not be the best to him at times. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have fallen in love with Yuki these past couple years he one for one he's just so cute I just love him he's just so cute and tiny but ever since Pierre kind of you know his he had his rookie year with Pierre and everything and then Pierre kind of left 
this last year, and I really saw him take that step up with Lo- with um, not Logan, with I guess it was Nick. with all of his teammates. <laughs> with all of his, like <laughs> I don't even know which one to say. <laughs> but with all of his teammates, I I feel like he really kind of just had that step up, and I really saw him kind of improve and grow from this little rookie that I used that you know we all used to know and mm-hmm. love, and so I feel like he's really grown. Um, and then I also, like I said earlier, have Oscar has really impressed me. He's been one of my favorite rookies to watch in a long time. Um, he, in the beginning, I was like, oh, it's just another rookie, uh, you know, whatever. But then as he was like staying up with Lando and even beating Lando, I was like, okay, I see you, Oscar. <laughs> and so I really, it, like, he filled those shoes that McLaren was needing. And I felt really impressed by it. Those are my top five <laughs> for, today. <laughs> for today. <laughs> um, my favorite team is McLaren. Um, Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite driver, and it's, I feel like partially for the reasons you talked about Checo, but then also he's the one, it was his qualifying in Jeddah that, was actually the first time I watched F1. Oh, yeah. And just everything about that, like the commentary, you know, the night, like the lights, everything about it was perfect. (laughs) And I fell in love with the sport then. And so like, I had that connection there. And then just, you know, his attitude and his love for his family and things like that. Um, And then like, you know, it is more than I feel like just racing for him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is his life and his whole like never give up attitude. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. love that. Um, I also love Charles. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't? Like Raya said his loyalty to Ferrari. <laughs> um, I also really like Oscar and Lando. And I really like Danny. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to say Danny. Yes, <laughs> always bringing a smile. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter what happens in a race, even with McLaren, when he his last year with McLaren, he and it was not the best year. I think everyone can admit that. He even admits it was not a good year for him. And to see him, no matter what happened, have a smile on his face and just being like, "Next time, we can do it next time." You know, yeah. I love his attitude and his just like. It's okay. We made a mistake. I understand. You know, let's do better. Yeah. And I love his attitude and yeah. his smile. And he just gets along with everybody. And I love it. That's great. Okay. What is your favorite part of being, like, you know, a part of F1 and the sport? Mm. My favorite part of being a team element of this massive beautiful organism that is formula one would have to be that there's something in it for everybody i mean it's what i tell people whenever they aren't a fan and they're like why you know why should i watch it or what is it about i'm like it doesn't matter what you whatever you like i guarantee you it has it like if you don't even like sports but you like fashion it has it (laughs) if you like music it has it. If you like teamwork, it has it. If you like star quality and like solo, whatever, you know, achievement, it has it. It literally has everything you could want in sports 
and then beyond because it has community and it has the nicest fans I've ever met and the nicest people that are running the show and the personnel that are working together on each of the teams. They all get along with people from the other teams really well. Like, I feel like you don't see pit crews fighting with other people. I've never seen it. And it's, I mean, it's, it's not unusual when you watch a football game or you watch a soccer game to see brawls. Oh yeah, and things kind of like, but I was like, you don't see that in F one because people behave themselves in F one, <laughs> and so I I I love that it has something for everybody, and that it's something that I feel like will be safe for my kids to watch, and I wouldn't worry about it being a poor influence on them, and yeah, it's it feels like it's year round too. I mean, you don't feel like it ever really goes away because even in the off season there's so much that's happening. So mm-hmm. it's got something for everybody. What do you so, guys love about it? I love the family connection. I'm a huge family person. Um, and I love how, yes, the teams may be going not only against their teammate, but against everybody else. But then you get them off the track and they're always going up and hugging each other and congratulating each other. And even on like outside of Formula One, they're, you know, playing golf together or they're playing pickleball together. Or, like they're just doing so many things together. It's like they are this big, huge, happy family that all races against <laughs> each other. And they occasionally get mad at each other. What family mm-hmm. does not. Right. But in the end, they come back together and, you know, like even like the huge battle between Max and Lewis Hamilton. And for years it was like, ah, oh, you know, they would just be at each other on the track, but off track, you would see them congratulate each other. They might not be the best of friends and always hang out, but they still respect each other and still have that family vibe. And I really, really appreciate that. That's one of my favorite things. I love that it, how it brings people together. I feel like, you know, especially like when you attend a race, it doesn't matter, you know, who's a fan of who, like, I feel like everybody just comes together and we're all there for the same reason because, you know, we all love the sport. Mm -hmm. And so just to be a part of that. um, And then I feel like even just watching it, you can kind of feel it. Like there's this just camaraderie. It's like a happiness. Yes. And when you go to the races and if you're wearing a McLaren shirt and I'm wearing a Red Bull shirt, like I, I don't worry that somebody in a Mercedes shirt is going to mug me or give me dirty Mm -hmm. looks or be mean to me. There is just this understanding that yes, we can pull for different teams, but we're, we're all in this together and we all love this sport for what it brings to our daily lives. I love that. I feel like it's very different from like soccer, football, because I know in like those sports, you wear one Jersey and you know, somebody that has like the rival, like you better be prepared for something Mm -hmm. to come happen but it's not that way in formula one like yeah. i can wear whatever jersey i choose and i could see someone and they'd be like perfectly okay with it they might be like oh why you know but yeah. it's they just want to understand on why you like them and they're like oh that's a valid point you know yeah. so i really that's awesome yeah yeah totally agree what are you most excited about for the 2024 season mm. Well, 
I am excited for the cars to get back on track, period. Um, I'm really excited for some of the uh, new races that we'll see this year. I'm excited to see them race in China. I think that'll be really fun. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what happens, you know, because I went in last year really hopeful that we wouldn't see as much dominance and then I was let down. So I'd be lying if I said I was coming in this year, like hopeful that we wouldn't see dominance. I'm like tentatively hopeful. <laughs> like It's probably going to be like it was last year, but man, I hope I'm wrong because it would be really fun to see Lando win it would be really fun to see i'll tell you what i really want to see oscar win but i feel like it would be a knife in the heart for oscar to win before lando wins i think that would be tough um but yeah what are, what are you guys excited about i 100 percent agree the cars on the track has been i've been looking forward to it for so many months counting down the days <laughs> i'm so excited and I'm I'm just ready. I'm kind of uh, words. I'm ready to see. Um, I had this and then I lost it. I think I'm ready to see kind of how everything comes together because I knew I know that the cars are a little bit different this year. Everyone's trying you know some new things, so I'm kind of excited to see how, especially Red Bull's design works and comes together because I know Mercedes tried it, not fully tried it, you know, the exact same thing, but they tried something similar and it didn't work. So that's kind of something I'm excited to see. But I'm also kind of excited to see who is going to win, if it's mm -hmm. going to be completely max or if we'll have some, you know, some new winners like Oscar, Lando, Yuki, you know, some new winners. That's why. Yeah. I feel like that's what I love about like, you know, going into a new season is, I mean, at this point we kind of expect some Red Bull dominance, but the fact that we're going into a new year unknowns, like, you know, maybe other teams could do a little bit better, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like, you know, getting to see it as it happens. See how totally. the season ends up. I have a controversial question to ask you guys. Yes. Cause I'm, I'm curious to know your opinions. <laughs> In light of some of the recent news about Christian Horner, do you think, and it's a hypothetical, I know nothing, <laughs> nobody tells me anything, do you think in the event that he is excused, it will affect Red Bull's performance this year? I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I was like... Sorry, I'm like completely <laughs> springing it on you. To the um, listeners, they did not know that I was going to ask this. <laughs> I honestly think it might. Um, and if not this year, I could see it definitely affecting in the future because I'm not sure that Adrian Newey will stay at Red Bull if Christian's not there. Mm. And so I could see him leaving somewhere else. I Fred just collecting all of his infinity stones over at Ferrari and he'll just get <laughs> yeah, he'll Lewis like Hamilton, Adrian Newey, who's next? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it could have like if it won't be immediately it will at least have a slow effect and then you know as you know next season comes if he's not there then i feel like it definitely will i feel like he has such a huge huge part in what happens at red bull mm -hmm. that i feel like without him that 
things might start to go a little bit downhill. Um, yeah, even with like the car designs um, and just everything, I feel like it would just kind of slowly go downhill. If I'm it like, happens. they'll still have Max, but yeah. they will. It, I feel like could definitely affect them as a team. Yeah. I feel like it would be, I feel like that'd be a very hard loss because I feel like he has been there for so long and has been a part of the team for so long that it'd be a hard loss for a lot of people. And I feel like that could affect some of the teams and how it, how it all and works. And the dynamic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. Totally. Great answers. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of the 2024 season, who is getting the world champion? Who do you think? Uh, I mean, <laughs> is it my like dream answer or my realist answer? You know, well, I mean, <laughs> well, my, the realist answer, I mean, I think the safest money you can put on is on max because car development happens more than just in the off season. It's been happening. They've been developing this car for two or three years now. So I'm, pretty certain it's gonna be max if it's not max if we're if we're talking about who's gonna come p2 of the championship <laughs> um i mean it would probably be checko but hmm i mean i really want to see lewis win his eighth i really mm. really want that for him so that's my dream guess um i would love for it to be lewis and especially would love for it to be lewis in his last season with mercedes i think that would be really special mm -hmm. i don't think it's going to happen but if i could script it <laughs> that's how i would script it what about you guys realistically i it's max i feel like there's no other answer realistically like you said the car has been worked on for years and everything dream I feel like I have two. I'm with you. I want Lewis to win another champion in Mercedes with Mercedes. I feel like that would be super special, um, not only for him, but for everybody else. And then I also kind of want science to have a world champion. <sighs> Who doesn't? It Come on. Last season of Ferrari. I would love for that to be <laughs> his thing. Is it going to mm -hmm. happen? Most likely not. But I think it'd be a good way to end the season or the, you know, everything yeah. with the world champion. That would be so savage if he won it and then he was the one they're getting rid of. Oh my goodness. That's like a Taylor Swift song. I love that. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I was like, I haven't even really thought about it, but yeah, like you said, Max is the realistic answer. Um, dream wise. It was funny because before you said Carlos, that's what popped into my head because I think, oh. but I would also love a Charles championship mm -hmm. at some point. I feel like he's put so much, you know, work and effort into trying to get Ferrari up there. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see him get a championship at some point. Yeah. One day, all of those dreams are going to come true. <laughs> Seriously, I feel yeah. like we just keep seeing like bad thing after bad thing happen to him. Like it's not a want anymore; it's a need. I feel like at this point for him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely a need. Um, what team, and this could be both realistically and a dream, is getting the constructors championship this year? Well, the realistic answer <laughs> is definitely Red Bull. So we'll just go ahead and <laughs> we said it. Um, and then my dream choice. 
I think it'd be special for Variety to get it to get something because I feel like the best showing they've had in the last good while is P2, um, which it just means you're the first loser. I, I forget who said that. I think it might have been Christian Horner. But um, yeah, I I also would love to see McLaren get the constructors i think that they're capable like i think Mm -hmm. it's possible maybe they have the driver lineup to get it and Mm -hmm. so i and i i think zach brown works really hard and i think he's really authentic Mm -hmm. and he doesn't he he plays by the rules and he plays smart but he doesn't try to i don't know trick people Mm -hmm. um and so i would like to see him see some success too because i think he's He's had a hard time. And so, yeah. McLaren. What about you guys? Do you want to go first this time? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Realistically, obviously, Red Bull. Um, I would love to see McLaren mm-hmm. get it. Um, like you said, they have the lineup. If the car can be where it was at at the end of last season, I feel like it could be maybe a possibility. <laughs> I can hope. <laughs> but yeah, that would be my dream. I feel like we're all on the same page here. <laughs> nice, ladies. Nice. Because realistically, Red Bull, once again, putting it out there, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I would love to see them win the Constructors' Champion. If they can't get a world champion out of their drivers, might as well get a Constructors' Champion. Yeah. And I feel like they have the car, they have the lineup to do it. Um, but I also would love to see Ferrari get something because <laughs> they need something. Seriously. And I think the Ferrari fans need that boost of confidence to see that they can do something again. So, yeah. There's that. So what do you think the like order of the teams will be for the constructors this year? Oh, okay. <laughs> um well, I think it's gonna be Red Bull. And then I think it would be see, here's the thing. Ferrari qualifies so well and then they race so poorly. And so I always want it. You always think it'll be Ferrari, and then you're like, mm. Maybe it won't be a Ferrari. <laughs> um, definitely Red Bull. I feel like it's a toss-up between Mercedes and McLaren for two and three. And then Ferrari might sneak their way into three, P3, but I, I'm going to put them safely at P4. I believe in Williams. I believe in Alex Albon, and I believe in Williams. I'd love to see them get P5. I think that would be a amazing and i love james vowels what a class act i am a huge fan of him mm-hmm. like if we could go back to the top five drivers answer i would be like james vowels can he be <laughs> one of my answers because i love him he's amazing mm-hmm. um and so yeah williams p5 and then i think aston martin p6 because fernando is a beast behind the wheel <laughs> Um, single-handedly carrying the team. And um, then probably, let's see, I'm left with Alpine. Alpine, I feel like, has so much potential. And then things fall apart for no reason. And you just, you you scratch your head and you wonder why. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd put them P, what did I say? Uh, Aston P6. And then, so, Alpine P7. 
And then we're left with Visa Cash App Red Bull, <laughs> which I don't know where I am. I feel like I'm missing something here because I'm left with Visa Cash App Red Bull and Day. Steak and Haas. But I'm on P7. Oh, yeah. A910. Wow. I can do math. <laughs> um, then, okay. Okay. I actually take it back. I actually think that, um, what did I say? Five is Williams, six okay. is uh, Aston, seven is Alpine, eight is going to be Valtteri and Joe at stake, kick, sauber, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then um, I do think Haas will finish P10 again. I do. Just from what I was looking at at testing, we'll, we'll see V-Carb and then we'll see Haas just because I'm like, they, they need a couple of years. Mm-hmm. To really develop, like like we were saying with the Red Bull, I mean, they need to start developing the 2026 and 2027 car now mm-hmm. to start seeing some differences. So mm-hmm. that's my answer. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys aligned in what you think the lineup would be? I don't know that we've talked about it. Yeah, I don't think we have. Usually our everything that we say is usually pretty much like together. Mm-hmm. How much... We're just so similar in everything that we like about it. And so I feel like it's usually pretty close. So we'll see how close it is. Um, But I feel like there's no other person to put in P1 um, except for Red Bull. Yeah. And then I am going to say McLaren, Mercedes, Ferrari. And then I'm going to say... Hmm... I want to say Aston Martin, and then I want to say Williams, uh, Visa, Cash App, whatever their name is <laughs> that we're calling them. I still don't even know. RB, F1 team, whatever it is. Seriously. P7, Alpine P8, and then what am I left with? Uh, Steak and Haas. I would do Steak and Haas. I feel like Haas, I don't know. I just, testing didn't give me high hopes for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it gave anybody high <laughs> um, But the green looked cool. <laughs> yeah, they looked good. They're, you know, the car looks great. The racing mm-hmm. look great. Mm-hmm. Other than that. <laughs> um, so we're almost. Oh, almost. So close. I'm going to put Ferrari above Mercedes. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. holding out hope. <laughs> yes. Like a true Ferrari fan. That's strange because I'm more of a Ferrari fan than you are, and I put them last. <laughs> She's a burned Ferrari fan. <laughs> it's a canon event. We all we start high, we get burned, and then we build ourselves back up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but other than that, we're pretty much the same. I feel like that's usually how it is. It's like a couple off. Couple off. Couple off. I love it. Yes. This one I feel like is gonna be hard um, for all of us. Top ten drivers. Championship order. Oh, <laughs> yikes! All Max. testing too. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Max is definitely P one. Um, I actually think Checo's going to have a hard time pulling out P two this year. I do too. Um, I think that it'll go Max, Lando. I wanted to be Carlos. 
Because I feel like Carlos consistently performs better, but then they prioritize Charles and their strategy. And so Charles ends mm-hmm. up with more points. But I'm like, but Carlos drove better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I think Max, Lando, Carlos, Lewis. Lewis is four. And then Oscar, five. Charles. Oh, that's hard. Charles is not that low. Charles is not six. Charles is going to tie for like four or something. No, Charles. We'll put Charles at six. Um, George at seven. Oh, I haven't put Checo in here either. Yikes. I'm putting Checo all the way down in P8. All right. And then um, mm, who are my sleepers? Fernando. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go Yuki. I think Yuki might. I think Yuki might squeak it out up there in P10. It's either Yuki or Alex in P10. Mm-hmm. One of those two. All right, your turn. Go go for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Max obviously P1, P2. I'm gonna hope it can be Checo, but I prefer, <laughs> you know said on that because obviously it's been tough for him but mm-hmm. I can hope um p3 I'm gonna put Lando and then oh, p4 p4 I'm gonna do this is so hard <laughs> it's so hard it's like um, and I kept myself from backtracking because I was like, if I backtrack, I'm going to throw myself off. So we're just putting yeah. Jaguar P8. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to put Charles P4. Okay. Strong Oscar, choice. P5. I have a T. I'm like, how did I get to P5? And I don't Yes. Have we're going to put oh, George, not George, Lewis. P6, Carlos, P7, George, P8, oh, let's see who else, I think, Fernando, P9, mm-hmm. and do I think for P10? <laughs> I feel like that's the hardest spot. That's a, that is totally a hard spot because you're like it could because be like it could be any of the midfield. Yeah, really. it could be any of them. Um, hmm. we're gonna say I'm like trying to think of who I've said. <laughs> you Sorry, it's not Avatar. These are cash out drivers, safe drivers, host drivers, Alpine drivers. drivers. We're going to say Albon. We're going to hope. You believe in James. (laughs) Exactly. The two drivers at Williams. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put Max P1, Lando P2, Charles P3, Lewis P4, Checo P5, Sides mm. P6. Ooh, I was on a roll. I was <laughs> like, you're going to be the closest, hands down. You're doing way better than me. I'm so confident. <laughs> I, I had, I, I gave you two time. Before. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I hope I'm alive. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, did I say Lewis? I said Lewis. Yes. Mm-hmm. What am I at? P7? Yeah. P7, George. 
Fernando. I don't know who I've said. <laughs> you haven't said Oscar yet. You have. That's true. I'm saying Oscar. I'll put. Oh, why did I? Do this? <laughs> oh, Oscar's not going to be that low. <laughs> I kind of just like. But you were rolling, and it was it was so beautiful. It was. I'm about drivers. Um, I guess Oscar P nine. I feel like he won't be that low, but P ten. I think I'm given going to give it to. Oh, I might get toss up between Gasly and Yuki. Mm. I feel like that's kind of where I am. Sleeper picks. Okay. That's kind of where it is. I'm kind of hoping more Yuki than Gasly. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know whoever it is, they would celebrate with the other. So That's true. Besties. That's true. <laughs> those two are oh, those are my favorites. Um, like do you have any hot takes about this season? Ooh, for this season. Mm. That's a good question. Um... I don't really know if it's a hot take because I do feel like a lot of people have been saying it, but I would love to see Carlos dominate and do really well in the face of all of it. And I do feel like my opinion on the Lewis, Carlos, Ferrari stuff is a little bit of a hot take because I I don't necessarily feel bad for Carlos. I feel like if I was Carlos, it'd be like, this is the best way to ever be replaced. You're being replaced with the greatest of all time. I wouldn't even see it as a replacement because Carlos hasn't done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it means really great things for Ferrari. I think Lewis is going to bring in some much needed expertise and development into Ferrari. I think Fred Vasseur is doing an incredible job leading the team in the right direction and is bringing in the personnel that are going to get them there. And I don't think that it was personal towards Carlos or meant to be hurtful towards Carlos in any way that they, they can only have two drivers. If they could have three drivers, they would have all three of them. Mm -hmm. But um, I disagree with the Ferrari fans that are upset about Lewis coming to Ferrari. Cause I'm like, I think it means really amazing things. And I also think it's not a diss towards Carlos. I actually feel like, it is the greatest compliment you could give somebody on their way out is like, just so you know, it's not like we're replacing you with with a rookie and it's not like we're trying to get somebody that's better than you or that we think will do a better job than you. He's literally the greatest of all time. How can you say no? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a hot take. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Do you have any hot takes, Sherelle? I... Well, I can hope it will happen this year. My hot take, you won't like it. I was going to say, it will be like a dagger to the heart. Division. Oscar will win before Lando. Okay, I will be upset that I'm happy about it if that happens. Because I will be so happy for Oscar. But I will be so sad again. for. I, I don't care. I don't care who it is. Lando should have gotten the win in Monza. Back in 2021, mm-hmm. they should have given it to Lando. I will forever believe that. 100%. It has nothing to do with this year, but that is also a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Um, I don't know if I really have any hot takes for this year. I'm kind of with you on the science one. 
that he, I feel like, you know, just dominate over Ferrari, get those wins, um, and kind of just end leaving Ferrari in a high rather mm -hmm. than leaving in a low. Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like everybody's so mad that, like you said, they're replacing him with Lewis. Like, why would you do that? And after, like, I, I was a little bit mad in the beginning because I was like, no, you're taking away Sainz and Charles. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> you're taking away C squared. And then I'm like, but Lewis is going to bring in so much for Ferrari. It is going mm -hmm. to be really good for Ferrari. I will be okay. As long as Sainz has a spot, I will be okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think he will. Um, so I do think that would be, that'd be great if he could just completely dominate and have that leave Ferrari on high. Yeah. And I feel like if Lewis did the same thing, I also, on the side note, really want Lewis to win in Brazil. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I felt like it was so classy of him last year. What, or two, I guess it was two years ago when George won in Brazil and that they could have done team orders and given it to Lewis and given Lewis that record of having won a race in every single season. And I was like, I have respect for Mercedes for mm -hmm. giving that to George when they did. But also a little part of me wanted them to give it to Lewis. <laughs> I feel like he just has such a big part in Brazil and I kind of have a little special heart for Brazil because uh, my dad ha had has ties to Brazil. Yeah. And so I'm like, I really want Lewis because I know how like important it is for him to win, you know, for drivers to win not only in their home race, but he kind of almost has like two home races with his ties in Brazil. And I feel Absolutely. like it'd be so awesome if he could win one more time with Mercedes. See, I'm ready to see a Lewis win since I've started watching he has not that's had a win. So I'm like, oh, I that's tough. I forgot about that. Because yeah. you joined in 2021. Look, 2022. 2022. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, 2022. Mm -hmm. Time he won was 2023. Yeah. Mm. See, I lived through the Lewis dominance era. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he I handles his wins with such grace. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, do you have any? last minute questions for either one of us. Mm, I don't think so because I asked my questions of you guys in the middle. So <laughs> but thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been so much fun. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Yeah, this has been this a blast. To get to know you, you are such an amazing person and yeah. such an inspiration to both of us. Yeah, I was like, we love your content. Oh, so, <laughs> you know, times we're like, we should do something similar to this one. She we loved it. It's so good. Do it. Yes. I love it. I love it when people like parody or offshoot or continue, do a continuation of the stuff because it's, we're all in this together. I mean, I feel like, what is it? Imi imitation is the highest form of flattery. I don't know. But it has been so lovely to get to know you guys. You guys have you. such great personalities, and I can't wait to see where your page goes. This is so exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully one day we will. I mean, Sherelle's met you in person, but I hope to one day. That's right. The race. I would love that. That'd be so hey, well, maybe we'll all meet up in Texas this year. Yes. I love that. That sounds so um, fun. Yes. Um, I think that is all we have yeah. for this week. Next week, speaking of our indie card that we mentioned in the beginning, is our indie card predictions. Indie yeah. card time! Woo! Um, and we won't say anything except that we also have a guest for next week. 
And so that's going to be exciting. Hopefully our listeners will enjoy that one. But this has been F1 Indie Girls. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.